Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me an author, and not only an author, but a trailblazer. She just published her 16th book, everybody. (laughs) I want to introduce to the show Christine Raymond. Hey, Christine. Hello, how are you today? Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you so much for being here. And I am really inspired to talk to you today because I am one of those people that everybody has been asking to write a book and to collaborate and all. And it's a huge fear for me. So I guess this might be my slap in the face today to talk to you because I mean, just 16, you know, no, no big thing or anything. I want you (laughs) to um, introduce yourself to listeners, tell them who you are and what exactly you do. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm just kind of a normal person, just like everybody else. And uh, almost six years ago, actually coming up on six years, because next weekend, Labor Day weekend, six years ago, I decided to write a book, just kind of came out of the blue. I, it wasn't a lifelong ambition. I had been chatting with a friend of mine. She had self-published a couple of her books. And I thought, you know, this kind of sounds like it's might be something fun. I will write a book as in singular one. And I wrote the book. I wrote Here to Stay, which is the first in the Hidden Spring series. And by the time I was finished, I was hooked. And yeah, I uh, I sit in my little office in South Central Kentucky. And when I'm not taking care of my husband or our rescued fur babies, I am writing or promoting or working on my podcast or doing something in the book industry and it's a lot of fun and I never imagined if you had told me six and a half years ago I would be where I am today I wouldn't have believed you (laughs) I think that's the joy of it you know one of the reasons I started this podcast is because you you said something in the very beginning you said I'm just a normal person A lot of people have this misconception of entrepreneurs, of authors, of podcasters. Everybody feels like they can't do it. Everybody feels like you have to have this lifelong drawn out plan that, you know, you're supposed to aspire to do this from the very beginning and you're supposed to have all the answers. Can you elaborate? I mean, you, you hit on a lot of these points and this is what I love to show people is that a lot of times we are winging it. You know, it's like, you know, this thought comes in your head and you just endorse it. And you're like, you know, yeah, I'm crazy enough to endorse this thought that I can do this. And then you just do it. Every single day. That is my life every day. I will get a thought and I have just just reached the point in my life where when those thoughts hit me, instead of talking myself out of it and giving myself all the reasons why I couldn't do it or shouldn't do it, I just said, why not? Take a chance. It, you gain or no, actually you lose nothing by taking a chance in something. Nope. Because even if it doesn't work out the way you intended it to, you still gain the experience from it. You've learned something. You've met people. You've tried it. Not everything we try in life has to be our lifelong ambition, has to be set in stone. And it doesn't make you a failure if you try something and then decide it's not for you. And I just, most of my life or probably all of my life has been spent where an idea comes into my head and I just, if I connect with it, I just do it. 
I didn't know anything about writing. I didn't know anything about self-publishing past mm -hmm. what my friend had told me. Mm -hmm. And yet I thought, why not try it? It sounds like fun. What is the worst that can happen? I can write a book. It can be terrible. I cannot publish it. Or I can write a book. It might be great. And I publish it and people love it and want it. Yeah. more. Yeah. And, and what it comes down to is I really enjoy writing. It's a lot of fun. Not every moment. <laughs> there are a lot of moments it's not fun. But overall, the experience is is enjoyable and I love doing it and I have a million story ideas in my head that I will never have enough time on this earth left to get all of the stories out just what I have today that's not going to count what pops in tomorrow or the next day or the next day but yeah you know like you said you don't have to be somebody who's charted this out that this is what I want to do with my life and this is this is what I'm going to do. Take a chance. Try something new. Exactly. That, that's what life is. It's, it's experiences built on each other. And, and I'm, you know, I can't say where I'll be six years from now. Maybe I'll still be writing. Maybe I won't. Right now I plan to still be writing, but who knows what happens. But in the meantime, I get to have this right here where I connect with other authors. I connect with other podcasters. I connect with readers and I share my stories. And that's enough for me. Yep. I love it because, you know, I have a psychology background and it's therapeutic. You know, when you're able to tell your story or to write or to be creative and get those creative juices flowing, like you said, whether somebody buys it, whether somebody likes it, whether it was just a whim, whether it was, you know, just something you did once upon a time, you didn't live in fear and you, you condoned your own um, thoughts and, and desires and dreams, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, it doesn't matter. A lot of people feel so um, bound by the things that they want to do that they never try. And you said, just try. And, and that's, that's the reality of life. It's either you're going to exist or you're going to live. And you yep. just wrote your um, 16th, I wrote it down and then I forgot, 16th, yes. right? 16th book. Yes. Can, can you tell listeners what inspired you to get to 16 and what are they about? What, what, can you give them some more information? Sure. Well, I started out writing historical Western romance, which really wasn't a surprise to anyone who knows me because I love that time period. I love the old West and it, when an idea popped into my head and I said, I'm going to write my first book, I knew I wanted it to be in that time period. Wow. Originally, I was going to write three books. As I'm writing the books, more characters developed and it went from a series of three books to eight books and I was going to stop at eight and then a ninth popped into my head a couple of years ago. <laughs> so there's nine books in that series. And... I enjoy writing romance and at about halfway through writing the Hidden Spring series, I got a little burnt out on the historical parts. So I switched over to contemporary romance and I wrote a few of those. And then I went back and finished Hidden Springs and I dabbled in, I wrote an erotic drama and I wrote a, a really short little anecdotal humorous non book about my first year as an indie author and just kind of some of the things that I learned and then last year, 
I started thinking, you know what would be fun? A cozy mystery. Now, I have no idea why I thought that. I had never read a cozy mystery before. I've never watched Murder, She Wrote. Didn't really have any idea. But as I said in the beginning, I kind of tend to just jump on an idea when it, I feel a connection to it. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote Finagled, which is the first in the Finn's Finds Mystery series. And I say the first because I've already planned out five more books for that series. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so I guess the way I got to number 16 is I just kept reading. It it just one idea goes flows into another flows into another and yeah, it it's just kind of this perpetual motion sort of thing. I love that you say this because when I hear you say that you know you thought of 3 and then 8 and then a series and then more characters came about it shows how once you get started, things fall into place. A lot of people are yes. scared because they may have an idea about a product or a business and they, they only have one idea and they're afraid to jump with it because they're like, well, I, had, I need to have more than that. But can you explain how easy it is that once you get started and you overcome that fear and that confidence builds up, how it just, the momentum just keeps going and keeps going and that you just have to stick with it. Um, can, you, can you elaborate on that? Yes, and and honestly, I think I'm probably a good example because for most of my life, I've let the kind of the principle of not having everything planned out stop me from doing things. I'm very much a look into the future, (laughs) have to have all my ducks in a row kind of person. I'm always yes, yes, and there really is no, there is no best time to start with anything in life there is not a best time to start you just take that first step and and just like with walking when you learn how to walk you take one step and it naturally leads you into the next one and into the next one that's not to say you don't fall down or bump into things or decide that you're tired and take a break but like with anything in life no, if you really think about it, our life happens to us whether we want to actively participate or not. It moves Very around. True. It propels us. So why not make some of the choices yourself and direct where you want your life to go? You know, again, I don't know what my future holds. I know what I'd like to do with it, whether it unfolds that way or not. I don't know. But in the meantime, why not do something for you? And I think that's the important thing. If you're, if you're going to start, whether it's a hobby or business, whether you want to start writing or start an online store or whatever it is you want to do, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else out there. I don't write for my readers. Of course, I want them to love what I write and I want them to read it. And I do my best to deliver a product that is concise and and correct and all of that but I don't write for them I write for me and that's not to say I don't want this to be a career or I don't want this I don't want to be successful or anything like that but when you put all of your energy into what are people going to think it pulls you out of that creative mindset of just sitting down and doing it And let me tell you, the things in my life where I have just taken a chance, 
and not gotten caught up in the what if or do I have enough money or do I have enough time or this or that the things that I have just done just right there in that moment made that decision and done have always worked out mm -hmm. they have yep. and you know you just I don't know I, I would encourage anybody whether they want to write or paint or take up music or basketball or whatever they want to do if, if you really think you want to do it just do it just try it right. the, the worst thing that can happen is you decide you don't like it and you say okay that was you know a week a month a year out of my life what would you have been doing in the meantime? <laughs> and the sad thing is, not, not the sad thing, the good thing is, is that regardless of whether you fail at it, you still learn. I mean, yes. the things that we learn from, from just doing, because it's funny, because even, even scheduling my podcast is crazy because of the time changes, and I've had to reschedule because my life happened, and I have no control. But then I think yep. about the conversations and the people that I get to meet, and the things that I know now, and every single interaction is a lesson and it's joy and it's peace and it's growth and it's you know and and to think that you know had i not started a podcast i wouldn't be connected to people all over the world and and i'm listening to you and everything you say is so true because i used to live in fear and one day i decided to endorse my own thoughts and creativity all my life i've been told i'm crazy or i'm you know off the wall or i don't plan or i'm too impulsive but ultimately when you are a creative person and you have any kind of ideas and you don't endorse it, you are actually kind of um, harming your self-esteem, right. your concept, your, your, your identity. Um, and I want you to um, talk about how, you know, you writing these books led you to be a podcaster because you're actually a podcaster as well. <laughs> Tell listeners about that. I am. <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that pop into my head and I left before I did any research or anything I I'm not very good about promoting myself and again I think that stems back to you know when I was a kid and just all, all again the insecurities and all of that kind of mm -hmm. thing I don't yep. I don't like being at the front of the class saying hey look at me you know look I at what I did I'm not I'm not like that but I will promote you from now till the end of time exactly so so over the course of the, the past five and a half years i've looked for different ways to promote other authors and i did uh, i had a website kind of like i don't know if you're familiar with bookbub and and book baby and all those kind of things but i it was a website where every day i'd send out a newsletter with different authors books to subscribers and i did that for about a year and then i moved on where i had did this thing called first pages where i would record myself on video reading the first few pages out of an author, author's book and i put it on youtube and i did that for a while and those those were fine but they weren't really hitting the mark as far as I was concerned mm -hmm. and a year ago it was in August of last year I got this idea to do a podcast don't know where it came from but I thought you know what I'm gonna podcast okay now how do I do it and I bought the equipment and I launched the podcast it's called wordplay with Christine Raymond it launched on October 31st of 2018 I am getting ready in about a month I'm about a month away from my 100th episode. 
I am booked with guests through August of 2020 already. I do two episodes a week. And it's just a great way for me to promote other authors, get their name out there, get the word out about their books, their hobbies, the things they like to talk about. And at the same time, yes, it promotes me also. So it kind of has a little dual, uh, you know, a, a dual thing there. But um, it, it's a lot of fun. And, and like you said earlier, you get to meet so many incredible people from all over the world. I mean, it, the connections that I've made and the friends that I've made. And I, I and I'll tell you, my one of my biggest uh, aha, not necessarily aha moment, but just exciting moments was I chatted with Sandra Brown. Now, she has been my favorite author since I was a teen. <laughs> I mean, wow. I've read her books. I've got them all on my shelf. She is a New York Times bestselling author of, I believe it's 70 books. And she came on my show. <laughs> and that, that is, is so I mean, I, awesome. it was. And you, you know why? Because I asked. I, I sent a, a message to her, her agent and I asked and I, it could have just as easily been a no, but it was a yes. And, and just so everybody knows, I love all my guests. I don't treat one above the other, but honestly, having Sandra Brown, I did have a little fangirl moment there. <laughs> you know what? It's so real because if we set those goals and those expectations for ourselves, that gives us something to look forward to and to reach for. And, you said something so profound. All you did was ask. You know, we yeah. were so afraid of, you know, we all have desires, but we all, we, we don't endorse them. We just think, okay, well, that's, you know, I'm not good enough or that's way out of my realm. But I think being an entrepreneur, a podcaster, um, an author, I think that when you reach these heights, you're able to see yourself differently. And it's so funny that you said something about how you're able to promote others. I'm the exact same way. I hate attention. I hate being mm -hmm. the center of anything. My publicist made me get pictures taken saying, you know, you've got to have real pictures if you're going to be on social media. I look like a scared little child in all of my pictures because it's not me now. If I'm talking about psychology or I'm talking about mental health or I'm talking about uh, advocacy or growth, I am a different person. But if it comes to just talking about Anika, not interested, you know, it's like, no. Um, and I think that right. that has a lot to do with the type of person you are and also with your motive. Um, when you are really trying to um, show people a, a vision, I think that it's a matter of wanting them to see what you see. And it's not about who you are. And being an entrepreneur is very hard because you are your brand. And I think yes. a lot of people have to understand that. And a lot of people need not to be afraid of it because it is fearful. It is something that I think pushes a lot of people away. But I think a lot of people need to understand that because they need to know that you're stepping into a leadership role unintentionally, that people are looking to you and you never know how many people and who is watching you. Um, but I think that's why we need to continue doing what we're doing because you never know who you're touching. You never know who you're inspiring and you never know who you're changing. And I think that that is the most fulfilling part of what we do. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you on all of that. And that's it. You know, for me, not asking because you're afraid of being told no 
is the same as not asking at all. It's the same outcome. If you, mm -hmm. if you don't ask for what you want, it's an automatic no. So it doesn't hurt anything to say, hey, would you, can you, would you help me? Would you do this for me? Mm -hmm. And it does, when, when other people see that, other people who may be afraid to ask that question, when they see someone else do that and get a positive response, then I think it does encourage them to say, you know, okay, I'm going to try it because I like so-and-so over here and they did it. So why don't I try it? We are. We're, we're, fear is the number one thing that stops us, is, is our own fear. We can, we can wrap it up in whatever we want to. We can say that it's how other people think or how other people view us or will judge us or anything like that. But it's not. It's our own fear that, that prevents us from doing things that we want to do. Because the rest of it, you always find a way. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that there aren't legitimate claims out there. You know, people might not have the income to do certain things they want to and, and all that. I, I get all that. But what it comes down to is really just, just finding a way to do something if you really want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, do you have any takeaways that you want to give listeners before we sign off? Can you tell them also how to find you? Sure. The best way to find out anything about me, my books, my podcasts, anything like that is to go to my website is www.christineraymond.com and that is Christine with a K. And you'll find links to all of my books there. Again, if you like historical Western romance, there's the Hidden Springs series. Contemporary romance is uh, the Celebration series or Seasons of Love. Erotic drama is Tempted. My nonfiction is called Right Words, A Year in the Life of an Indie Author. And then my brand new cozy mystery, Finagled. And there will be many more Finn's Finds Mysteries to come. But I'm so excited about Finagled. It was so much fun. And then also the links to the podcast or Play with Christine Raymond. That's on, on my website too. Or you can go to wordplaypodcast.com and uh, listen, to, listen to what other authors have to say. And the number one thing is, no matter what it is, if you want to do something, just try it. Just try it. It doesn't have to be set in stone that it's going to be your life's work. You know, there are a lot of things that you try and then you don't like them and, and that's okay too. But if there's something you really want to do, just, just take a chance. It, it really, it really won't kill you unless you're, you know, jumping out of an airplane and your parachute doesn't open, but <laughs> sorry. It's true. It's true. And what we do is a lot but... <laughs> That's right. It is. It is. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here because you're a breath of fresh air and you inspire me so much. Um, and oh, I also thank you. check out historical Western romance. Um, I've never even thought of that. And uh, I want to start reading. I'm, I'm graduating from school soon. So I actually want to read for fun, uh, hopefully in the near future. Um, but that is well, something that is intriguing. Here to Stay is the first book in the Hidden Spring series, and it is, 
actually a free digital download on all platforms so people can Ooh. try it out and and see what they think okay I'll get that link from you and put it in the in the description you hear that listeners I'm gonna put the free download Great, for here thanks. to stay in the description and you guys can also check her out at www.christinekristineraymond.com um, thank you so much Christine for being here it was definitely a pleasure Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed chatting with you. All right, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. I'm Anika Wilson. Stay powerful. <laughs>